Welcome to 12 Days of Marketing, where we share 12 special topics to help your business start the new year right. And now, your co-hosts of 12 Days of Marketing, Matt Halloran and Kirk Lowe. Hello and welcome to day three of the 12 Days of Marketing and the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. We have uh, really tried to keep these nice and short and sweet so that you have some great actionable items for 2020 for you to absolutely kill it when it comes to marketing. And today we're going to talk about the nine best practices for building your marketing team. And we're also going to put a link to the white paper that Kirk wrote about this um, so that you can read that too if you'd like no, to read it. this one's a blog post. This is a blog post? Okay. So it's a blog yeah. post. We'll make sure we have the link to it. But let's talk about the do's and don'ts of what you should do when you're trying to build your marketing team. Absolutely. So the first thing when you're thinking of building your marketing team is look to outsource strategies and skills and insource the oversight of those. So the project lead, if that makes sense. And the reason you want, there's a whole bunch of reasons you want to do this, but one of the most important one is because going virtual, it expands your talent pool, right? So if you live in a, it doesn't matter the community. I mean, if you're in New York, there's obviously plenty of talent around, but you can get the talent that's right for you if you expand beyond that geographic region. So a virtual team is a good idea. That definitely lends well to what, what, what we do, but it, it truly is a great way to, to think about it. And when I say in-source project lead, it can get really expensive or you're going to compromise on certain skill sets if you hire internally. You're just not going to find somebody who has this, this, you know, the experience with strategy experience with all the different skill sets you need to be good at marketing so uh, find somebody who can at least do the um, pro who can lead a project who understands who's got a good sense of how to you know do some creative lead to make sure that you know get some copy experience so they can proofread and make sure that that's the right message and then somebody who's good at managing and getting the best out, best out of people right you always want to have somebody internally who's challenging the people that you're working with to get the most out of them so that'd be the first one is outsource strategy skills and source project management. Second one is have a strategy lead who is an approach and who knows the value of, of different um, yet integrated marketing disciplines. So what I mean by that is when you work with an outsourced company, make sure that the person who's doing strategy isn't just selling one thing, right? You want to make sure that they, they have, they're open to integrated marketing so they can find synergies for you because synergies always save time, money, and increase your results. So I want to make sure that you can find somebody who gets all that stuff. In other words, if you find somebody who's got limited thinking in this area, that's going to really hold back your strategy and it's going to make your stuff more expensive. Hmm. Now, the third do is hire people who've worked in or who really understand the financial industry and your specific role. So I, I interviewed a guy yesterday, James uh, Robert Lay, and he does branding and digital uh, marketing strategy for banks and credit unions. And he's very specific to working with those people because we do a lot of financial advisory work, IMOs, um, occasionally uh, broker dealers and companies like that. Our, our, our IAs is probably the most prominent you know, kind of client that we work with. We really get those people and we know exactly what we need. So we don't have to, they don't have to be taught. The truth is, is the, my opinion, sometimes I meet firms who would like to go outside of financial service industry experience because they want to get the most creative work. And for those few who are really willing to push the limits of being creative in this industry, it's not a bad idea. But I feel like the upside to running a 
to getting a running start because they know what you want and you, you minimize the risk of somebody getting it wrong and wasting your time and or your money is greater than the downside of the perceived lack of creativity. So you can still look for a company with industry-specific experience who you find does have the creative ability if that's what's important to you. And I just okay. want to interject real quick, and you also have to pay attention to compliance, right? If you're if if you have yeah. if you going to outsource it to somebody local who has no experience uh, or even insource it to somebody local who has no experience in financial services industry, the amount of time that you're going to save with somebody who understands the compliance navigation can just make the biggest difference for you. All right, what's next? Yeah. So um, hire people who love what they do because they'll battle for you and they'll go the distance to make sure they get it right. Mm. And sometimes marketing companies don't get it right rarely. Sometimes that's a combination of what you provided them in the discovery process and sometimes that's, you know, uh, what they pay attention to. But hire people who love what they do because they'll always work a lot harder to get it right for you. Versus it just being a business that they need to make money on. Hmm. I think that's really critical. I think it should be pretty easy to find those people. My guess is they'll own their own podcast. They'll have a lot of passion and conviction. They'll share their stuff generously, all that kind of stuff. And they'll, they'll, it'll be obvious that they're talking always about your best interests instead of just theirs. You know, I want to jump in there too, because maybe, maybe podcasting isn't your thing or video isn't your thing or blogging isn't your thing, or maybe it is. So if you truly want to really focus on, on video, find somebody who's in our industry, uh, who loves to shoot video, who, who just is producing video left and right so that you can really see the example of the work. Same thing with blogging. Like there are some amazing writers out there who love to do ghostwriting and can help you as a financial services professional become the greatest blogger. So Whatever medium you want, make sure that you're finding people who share that passion for that medium. Yep. So our our final do, there's more than that, but just in our list today, is find a company who's leading edge and who's on a trajectory to being better. So a company that looks like they're evolving all the time versus trying to sell the same thing in itself for 10 years or 20 years without it having evolved. Because hmm. right? you want to you work with people who are I don't know, not necessarily pushing the envelope, but always aware of what the trends are, what's going to be more efficient, more effective, and, and, and also what's going to be right for you. So they're open-minded. And that's a really big thing because there's a lot of marketing people that get stuck in, hmm. like in any business, really. It happens to financial advisors, right? Uh, but in marketing, there's a ton of change. The internet has been crazy. Uh, for this industry. And and now there's all kinds of, you know, now it's almost like dialing back the crazy and the complicated defining simple stuff, which is what we talked about in our first uh, day one of our mm-hmm. podcast, which was the concept of micro-influence. So those are all the do's. All right. Before um, you get to the don't, I want to just add one other quick thing here, which is you all have to say past performance isn't, you know, predictive of future results. I want you to think about that in marketing, right? Just because something had worked in the past, and, and maybe it's something that you've plugged into for a number of years. That doesn't mean that it's going to continue to work in the future. Or that's going to be predictive of your marketing success in the future. All right, Kirk, let's dive into the don'ts, brother. Yeah, so the first one is don't focus singularly on price or cost. I see this a lot with advisors who are trying to do marketing on a budget. Don't, try, don't do something because it's cheaper or less expensive. Do something... Just take something that's the right thing to do 
and break that down into little bite-sized things that you can start and build momentum on. That's a way better way to do it. So don't don't not do something because it's expensive. Find a way to to make that less expensive by doing part of it and building up some momentum. If that makes sense. That's a way better idea. The second one is don't wait for strategic perfection before starting. So some of the most successful marketers I've ever met are just ones who are just fantastic implementers. They have a they have a strategy. They implement it consistently and they stick to it. And hmm. that has a lot of value. You can create a lot of momentum with a simple marketing strategy. And then, and then once you get that built in and baked, and then you can add to it. But don't wait. It doesn't have to be perfect out of the gates. Just get, get moving, build, but do stuff that you can grow and build on versus stuff that it's one and done. Like sunk marketing when it's gone, it's gone, right? If you spend a whole bunch of money on newspaper ads, when the newspaper ad is gone, there's nothing around for somebody to grab, right? If you do a video on YouTube, that lasts, mm. right? You know, a pod- podcast on iTunes, those kinds of things are huge. The third don't do for the nine best practices for building your marketing team is once you've started, don't be obsessed with perfection either. So don't bring... Don't let it stop you from getting started and don't let it stop you from building. So when I mean perfection, I don't mean just, you know, not proofreading you know, right. copy that's going out because you don't have any time. I don't mean that, right? You, you want to do that. I just mean, doesn't have to be the perfect lighting for the video that looks like you paid $10,000 for it, right? Your podcast, you don't have to edit out every um and ah. You don't have to have everything. You don't have to be the perfect podcaster to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Look at me or hear me. (laughs) So go to the first ones we did and uh, listen, I should be a little bit better. Well, Um, hold on with this obsession because I know that you guys deal with this sometimes on on the branding side and we obviously deal with this, you know, on, on the podcasting side. There is no such thing as perfection in marketing. There's no such thing as the exact perfect right color. Because what what is that going to do? Do you honestly think that that nineteenth hue of of sepia is going to make somebody do business with you? I mean, come on. And you also, this is one of the other big don'ts, and I don't think it's really on here. But uh, so I'm going to add a quick don't, which is, guess what? You're outsourcing it to a professional marketing agency, hopefully. And if so, trust that they know what they're doing. You're probably not a marketer, right? Now, you may be a good salesperson. You may have grown a great business, but that doesn't mean you're a great marketer. All right, let's wrap this up. You just know what you stole my fourth don't, right? Really? Yeah, look at it. Oh, damn it. We follow a mind map. <laughs> he totally did. So we share, oh God, we share a mind map funny. so that we keep on track. Oh, it's really crap. tough to do sometimes. Yeah, but I just well, I do a pretty good job. I don't normally steal your thunder like that. You just got me all fired no, up. Oh, you didn't that. steal my thunder. I don't care. I'm just laughing that, <laughs> that you were so dialed in. Oh well. All right. Well, Either why that, don't you? You're trying to sabotage the podcast because you have this little bet on the side that who who's better at keeping uh, it under the allotted amount of time that our team told us. Our team told us 12, 10 to 12 minutes. Our first one was seventeen. Our second one was what? 13? Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. And so. I better be quiet here. We might make 12. <laughs> We're not so, going to make it because you still have to say your opinion on this. So go ahead. Trust your team. What do you got? Well, you nailed it. Like, oh, okay. If you hired somebody to do something and you trusted them to do it, you, you're going to have somebody in your team overseeing it. Mm-hmm. But let them do their stuff. Like, yeah. don't don't judge every little thing they do and try to make it perfect. Like, perf- you know, progress is is huge in marketing. Mm-hmm. Build momentum. Keep getting better. It doesn't have to be perfect. 
I've got all kinds of marketing that went out. And don't go back and look at your marketing you did a year ago and get all embarrassed about it. Like, it put you out there. We saw recently a guy do a video about how one of the things that differentiates his firm from other financial advisory firms is that they give hugs. And at first, I was like, this guy's serious? And then he kept going about hugs and how they happen organically. And I thought, this is a little bit, this is really different. I wasn't expecting this. But the truth is, is I was super happy for the guy that he got a really great video out yeah. And talked about how we felt. Hey, you watched the whole damn thing. Not only did you watch the whole yeah, thing. I never wanted to watch it. <laughs> we shared it with our whole team, too, because we were just so blown away by the content of this video. And it worked. It, and that's who this dude is. Yeah. And I thought, I don't know. I can't see me doing a video. Like, I think just the way he <laughs> worded I would have worded it differently. But that doesn't yeah. mean I'm right or he's wrong. Right. But he did it. Yeah. And he and it had he he really was committed to great uh, quality. Mm-hmm. It didn't even need to be that good of quality, to be honest. And he was super sincere about it. Yeah. And it made it tell meant a lot to him. And I bet the audience that he works with are going to love it up because they're going to understand. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's that my. We deal. love these guys. Yeah. They're not just our financial advisors. They're friends, blah, blah, blah. And, and he got it done. Yeah. But I can tell you, if I was anyway. I want to go back to I want to go back to the whole trust and, and thing, and then I'll wrap up today's podcast if you don't mind. But as business owners, you hate those clients that we're talking about right there. You know, they pick apart your portfolio, and out of three thousand positions, two of them did poorly, and that's what they want to focus on. Or you didn't eke out the same return as the S and P, or 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 something like that, right? All of these little things that drive you crazy as a business owner are the same things that's going to drive your internal marketing person and your external marketing people crazy because you trust those people just like you want your clients to trust you and agree and and you know accept your professional uh, assistance in fact when we used to do advanced client segmentation one of the categories of segmenting your book of business was do they take your advice and that's one of the criteria for us to go after them from referrals you should really look at it in the same way all right kirk the nine yeah, best so be practices a, so be a great client trust yeah be a great client the team you hire yeah be a good client doesn't mean show a blind eye right but work with them yeah all right if you have not subscribed to the podcast make sure you do we've got uh what uh nine more of these uh that we're going to be doing with the 12 days of marketing this was day number three the nine best practices for building your internal and external marketing team if you have any ideas for podcasts you can email me directly or if you just want to give us some feedback matt at topadvisorm.com and also if you want to know more about who we are and what we do topadvisorm.com is our website stay tuned for the next nine days of marketing so that you can have the greatest 2020 you can possibly have And we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Brought to you by Top Advisor Marketing, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.